everyone. Welcome to the Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast. I am Michelle, your host. Today, we're going to love and laugh just like any other day. This is season three, episode three, 10 things you shouldn't say to an INTJ. just some things a person shouldn't say to an INTJ. I found this list on the psychology junkie and I was like, hmm, are these really some things you shouldn't say to an INTJ? Let's see if I agree with this list. So number one, you don't know what you're talking about. If an INTJ has taken the time to make a statement, chances are they've thought it through pretty carefully first. As a dominant introverted intuitive, they tend to process and analyze things thoroughly before speaking up. It's better to ask for clarification if you're confused or agree or disagree instead of accusing them that they just don't know what they're saying. Do I agree or disagree? I wholeheartedly agree with this. If I'm speaking on it, then I know about it. I just don't come out willy-nilly and speak on things I have no clue about. Okay, so because if given follow-up questions and I can't answer them, the last thing I want to, you know, look like is a fool. I don't want to look stupid. So I'm too smart for that. So, yeah, I agree with that. Number two, you think too much. Oh, my God. It says INTJs are very thought intensive people. Analyzing recharges them and allows them to get some of their great innovative ideas out. Telling them to stop doing that would be tantamount to telling an artist you draw too much. Boy, I've been told on many occasions that I think too much, that I overanalyze. But I don't see a problem with it. I think it's a good thing to think things through. I think that's why we have the problems that we have today, because, you know, people aren't thinking. I don't know why it's such a big deal. Maybe if people thought a little more before they spoke or took actions, things wouldn't come out as wonky as they do. Huh. How about that? Think up, my people. Think up. Number three, you need to lighten up. What? INTJs tend to be on the serious side. But that's nothing to be ashamed of. Isaac Newton and Nikola Tesla were INTJs, and I doubt anyone gave them a hard time for being so serious. So, you know, what's up with that? I've known plenty of INTJs with a sense of humor, but nobody appreciates being forced into phony cheerfulness, especially not INTJs. Now, I always remain on the light side, There are times where when I don't get a joke, (laughs) I just be like, okay, yeah, uh uh-uh. And for the most part, I try not to take everything so seriously. This one guy, he did tell me to lighten up once, but that's because his jokes were whack. He was corny. He was corny. It wasn't just his jokes. He was corny. He wasn't funny, and I needed him to know he just wasn't. I just needed him to know. He wasn't all that I, you know, that he thought he was. Whatever. But lighten up. Whatever. 
for. You can't do that. Ugh, wow. So being stat, you know, being uh, struck, limited, or controlled in any way is extremely frustrating for an INTJ, and that is the damn truth. If you tell them they can't do something, chances are they will try to prove you just how much they can do that exact thing. Now, for me personally, I kind of disagree with this. Um, maybe I don't have enough friends because no one has ever told me I can't do something. And if anything, I tell them first if I think I can't do it. I know my limitations. So I know exactly where I am in my life. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one, but <clears throat> five, you should smile more. <laughs> Authenticity is a big deal to INTJs. Don't expect a smile unless they actually feel like it's genuine and honest. Smiling and engaging in, in social pleasantries just because isn't in their nature. <sighs> okay, I smile when needed. Um, no, I'm not faking phony about it. I'm just be going around smiling. But I have been told that I have an unapproachable look. I am unapproachable. I just look mean, I guess, sometimes. Um, or at least I think I look approachable, I guess. But according to other people, I don't look as approachable. So I wonder if that's because I don't smile all the time. But I do try to keep my mouth turned up. I think that's important. Um... I can't stand to see people whose natural look is when their mouth is turned down because they look sad or mad all the time. Just start checking out people when they're just standing there and you're just, you know, co-workers, bosses, friends, family. You're just, you can't really tell if like what's really going on because you can see the lines in their face, you know, just kind of like turned down. You know, I just see it often in a lot of people's faces. And it's just their everyday look. It's something that they don't even realize that they're doing. And I just remember what my grandmother told me. She was like, don't leave your face like that or it'll get stuck. <laughs> I believe that's true because I see so many people with, they're just sitting there, their lips are closed, but everything's turned down. Mm. Anyway, six, because this is how it's always been done. INTJs are pioneers of new methods and generally shun traditional practices or rules. To the INTJ, just because something has always been done one way doesn't mean that's the best way. INTJs aim to perfect existing systems or else create new systems altogether. I agree. I like to try different ways of doing something. I think the same way of doing it can be repetitive and boring. So, if, you know, I get it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But improvement is not fixing. You know, it's because if it isn't broke, you know, INTJ can just make it better. But even falling into that, I just did this sip and paint thing. And one of the parts was we had to put a tree in. Out of everybody that I went with, I'm the only one who doesn't have a tree. <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't have a tree. Everybody else's painting, they went through everything that the instructor told them to do, except for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, seven. You need to go out more. INTJs are extremely independent and rely on alone time and peace and quiet to access their intuitive insights and thoughts. They need a lot of alone time to feel 
uh, fulfilled and de-stressed. So try not to pressure them into too many social engagements if they're not interested. This happens to me a lot. We have, I have a lot of folks that, oh, why don't you come out for this? Or why don't you come out for that? I like to be invited to stuff, but I don't necessarily want to go. So my mom used to tell me this often. There is nothing wrong with being, you know, it's just, you know, with a bunch of loudness and random emotional human beings who are having breakdowns, you know, over the tiniest things in life. I can't take it. I realize, you know, there's nothing wrong with, uh, and necessarily nothing wrong. It's just that these people, we're different. We're different. Um, I know that sounds cruel because who wants to sit around with a bunch of loudness and random emotional human beings who are having breakdowns over the tiniest things of life? Certainly not me. It's not meant to be. It's just how I see it. I really don't need to go out more. I'm fine where I am. I just don't, I don't like it when extroverts try to mold introverts into their patterns because they think it's better for us. You know, that, that really bothers me because the majority of a lot of the people are extroverts. So when they see introverts, it's always about trying to change it to, for us to be more like them as if something is wrong with where we are. That, yeah, that bothers me. Eight, I just decided to pop over. If there's any, if there's one thing that will instantly make an INTJ's hair stand on end, it's telling them that you're going to make a surprise visit. If you want to drive by unexpectedly, you'll need a good reason, and you'll still want to text and ask permission first. INTJs like, like their social engagements planned out ahead of time, and spontaneous interruptions are a major stressor for them. Oh, hell no. This is probably why nobody knows where I live. There would be no popping over my house. No surprise visits. Yes, I truly agree with this one. If I want to go out, I will. Planned. And it won't be at my house. I cannot express how this has distressed me in the past. To just have people, just you can't just stop, you know. You just can't be popping over. You know, I just stopped letting my friends know where I, where I lived a long time ago after one girlfriend. She just, oh, uh, that was her M.O. You know, it still makes me nervous, um, even when one of my neighbors knocks on the door. I'm like, what? Why are you knocking on my door? Call me. <laughs> like, why are you over here? Don't you have my phone number? <laughs> Call me. Don't be knocking on my door. Do not knock on my door. Don't pop up over my house. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, I agree with this so much. Nine. Here, let me show you how it's done. If you're feeling especially confident and patronizing, it's not better to not to show it to an INTJ. Give them a chance to do things their way before stepping in and trying to take control. I'll take a neutral on this one. Don't show me stuff because I will criticize it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's me. I will determine where I see the flaws and think about how I can improve it. That's only if I'm interested. If I'm not interested, then I'll just say, okay, uh, but won't have any thoughts on it. So, yeah, no. Lastly, 10. That'll never happen. So INTJs are known for their sudden, uncanny insights into how things will play out. They're master strategists and very good at anticipating future events. 
Think long and hard before calling out one of their predictions. You may find your words coming back to haunt you later. Yeah, I agree. I don't always give my predictions, however. Secretly, I'll marvel in the prediction coming to light. My intuition knows. But this this does happen a lot, right, where I can kind of anticipate things, especially when I'm driving. I just, like... I'm in the fast lane and I'm driving, I'm driving, and I just know I'm like, that person's about to move over for me. And they just move right on over. It's just weird, you know, just certain things where I can just figure out, you know, oh, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. It just comes to me naturally, you know. I don't know. But for the most part, I'd say I'd agree with the majority of the list. There were a few I didn't agree with to a degree, but not many. All right, so now you know. These are the things you should never say to me or any INTJ. Yes. You've reached the end of this episode. Thank you for taking a listen. And as as with everything, I appreciate you. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunray Multimedia, LLC, touching all parts of the universe. Join me next time for another episode of Introverted with Michelle Carey.